The Torah content for this week has been sponsored by Judah and Naomi Dardik in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz's second yard site and in appreciation for all those whose love of Torah and excitement for ideas shines in their teaching. Okay, so uh, it's been a while since we did Tefillah stuff. Um, and uh, I think, so the plan was we did, um, okay, we, last thing we did was Hamapio, which I mentioned when we did it, that that's the technically the first of the brachos of the day, even though it's at night. So then the next, what would be the next bracha? Okay. Elkai, right? Yeah. So um, I was going to go over that with you guys again, but I, I gave a shear that I'm happy with on on it to my uh, my um, shall have a class of 2019. And I'm not really particularly in the mood right now to go back over it. Um, and so I do plan on converting it into a bunch of uh, five minute videos at some point, but that's available to watch. So we're skipping Elkai. Um, and uh, and so then the next bracha, there's no real order to the brachos, but uh, in um, in Minhag Ashkenaz, at least it's Asher Yatsar. So I was going to do Asher Yatsar. And then I realized that when you look at the Gemara, there's really the thing that you say before you go to the bathroom. And then Asher Yatsar is the thing you say after you go to the bathroom. And so I thought to myself, like, okay, this thing that you say before we go to the bathroom, even though we don't actually, we're not knowing how to say it, it is really interesting. And so I figured maybe we'll spend at least one day on it today. And then if we get interested in going into it more in depth, then we can, we can do that next time. So um, the Gemara is on Brachos Taf Samach Ahmed Beis. Okay, so... And so is that just, just to correct or not to correct for, for me to be clear on what you said earlier, you said you did this Gemara. Um, and uh, did you go into like the Halakos or anything? Like um, just, yeah. I mean, we went into the wrong, I mean, I, yeah, I looked at the Shulchan Arach just on my own Okay, a little bit, just whatever, but yeah. Not too is much. it going to be like boring for you if we do this now? No, I, I'm actually very interested in it. Um, okay. I want to get it. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Good. Good. All right, so it says like this. So this is a, a very at the top of the doc. Um, uh, oh, and by the way, I just uh, uh, for uh, for those of you who didn't see my Alatora thing uh, video, uh, I guess now this is a recently added feature that you could just click on the source of DAF image and then get the entire source of DAF from HebrewBooks.org. So that's that's handy. Um, okay, so Haniknas Lebesa Kise Omer. So one who goes into the bathroom or one who is entering the bathroom says. He's kabdum the hubadim kadoshim misharse elyon. Okay, so I would translate that. Uh, how, how would you translate that? He's kabdum the hubadim kadoshim misharse elyon. Samach Ahmed Beis at the top of the daf. Um, be honored, you honored uh, holy ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever servants of God, I guess. Yeah. Servants yeah. yeah that's, that's how I translate also, right? So be honored, you honored holy ones. Uh, Ministers of the Most High, right of uh, the Elyon, Tenu Kavod Lelke Israel, give uh, give glory to the God of Israel. Harpu Mimeni Ad She Ekanes Veetze Ad Sheze Ratoni Veavo Alechem. So Harpu Mimeni, I believe uh, I looked at the Masivta Hebrew and it said um, like uh, leave me. Okay, just want to check and see what they say here. Harpu um, Mimeni, they don't explain it here. Let's see the English. Um, yeah, leave me until I enter and do my, my will. And that's a little bit of a strong thing. Uh, my, okay, fine. My will, Ratoni, I guess technically it's my will. And then I'll come back to you. Or I'll come to you. Right. Okay, fine. So that's weird, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll dissect the weirdness in a second, but it gets, uh, it gets a little weird. Uh, Amar Abaye. So Abaye said, Lo, Lema, Inishaki. Person shouldn't say this. 
Dilma Shavki Leva Osli. Maybe they'll they'll leave him and they'll abandon him and, and go. Ella Lema, rather he should say, Shimruni Shimruni, Isruni Isruni, Simchuni Simchuni, Hamtinuli, Hamtinuli, Aje Ekanas Beete. So Shimruni Shimruni, so plain shot, Shimruni Shimruni is is uh, protect me or guard me, right? So guard me, guard me, help me, help me, um, support me, support me, wait for me, wait for me, Aje Ekanas Beete, until I go in and out. Shekin Darkon Shobanadam, because that's the way of man. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it says, Kinafik Omer Burukhashar Yatar, as Hadam Bukhachma, etc. So then that's when it goes into Asher Yatar. Okay. Uh, and the only help we get from Rashi uh, is um, he says, for his Kavdu, that's the only Dibra Maskal here, El Hamalachim Hamalavim Oso Hu Omer. So he's speaking to the Malachim who accompany him. Shinemar, as it says, Ki Malachav Yitzavelach. Uh, it says his angels will, uh, uh, for his angels, uh, he will command for you, I think. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know if to you or for you is better. We might have to go into that possible. Let's, uh, let's think about it. Okay. <clears throat> so just thinking about the Gemara here. So what are the problems? Let, let, let's clarify the problems and the, uh, the questions here. Who says you've not been following you? Yes, right. So who is it? it says that you have Malachim following you, right? And as we'll see when we if we get to the Akronim today, um, the Akronim, uh, this is one of the. So I, I don't think anyone says this now. I mean, I don't know what the Tamanim do. I mean, it's it's in the Ramam Siddur still. Um, I don't know what they do, but like I, I've never. Have you ever met anyone who says this? I don't, no. I don't know. So it seems like like all the Akronim or most of the Akronim poskin against it, and even the Shulchan Aruch said that we don't say it anymore. Uh, but the two are in the Ramam do have it. Um, so uh, one of the reasons that they give is they say that, like, we'll hopefully see this inside, is that we're not on the level for malachim to escort us, okay? But they're dealing with this question here of, like, who are the malachim? And I'm, the reason why I'm pointing out the, the post game is it has halachic nafkaminas, depending on, on who you say these malachim are, you know? Um, yeah, okay, good. So that, that's one question. Who are the malachim? Primary question. What else? Why can't they go in the bathroom? Yeah, right. Why can't they go in the bathroom? Now, there's like an intuitive answer to that, right? Even though it's not a full answer. Something having to do with the fact that they're Kedusha and right. the bathroom is not. Right. So there's definitely this notion in the Halakha uh, that Kedusha is antithetical to um, uh, like matters dealing with human waste, right? Uh, does your mind go to a specific place uh, when you think of like the address of that in Halakha? Mezuzah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, I guess my mind goes to a different place. I, I guess I was thinking more of the uh, not even getting into the issue of Besakise per se, Besakise per se, um, but uh, the, I, like the, the source in the Torah that like the notion of Kedusha is antithetical in the Torah's Bixav, that, that, Kedusha is antithetical to human waste. Uh, by the Seid? By the Machna? The yeah, by the Machna, right. Yeah, so um, let me... Uh, is that in key Seitze? Yeah, I think so. Okay, the Mitzvah yeah. to bring a shovel? Yeah, yeah, with a shovel. Um, the Hiskin Yaseid. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Um, so that would be... Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I'll just search for it. Um is it Yasa Tielacha or is it Yilacha or Tielacha? 
I think it's Tielacha. Yeah. Right, so let's see here. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is for the soldiers. <clears throat> In the Machanav, so uh, Peg should be with you on your uh, weaponry. Uh, I think that's what Azenecha is. And it will be that when you sit outside, you will dig with it, and you'll return, and you will cover your excrement. Because Hashem, your God, walks in your camp uh, um, to save you and to give your enemies before you. Uh, so there, there's the what I was looking for there. Your your camp should be uh, kadosh. And there should not be seen in you a uh, the the nakedness of, of a matter. Yeah, and and you uh, will. I don't know how you say v'shav me'acharecha here. Um, V'shav me'acharecha, and let's see what the this uh, English says here. Um, and oh, and turn away from you. So it's referring to God, and God will turn away from you. Yeah. Okay. So that's. I don't know if this is going to be uh, something that we're going to need to go into, but just keep in mind. Like I think that's the most explicit Torah v'chsav um, statement about like bodily waste and kedusha being antithetical. And obviously, this is reflected in lots of places in Halakha, like Yaakov said, or like in Kriyashima and Tefillah, you know, saying it near uh, Tsoe or saying it when you have to go to the bathroom. Okay, fine. So what are the other questions? So that so anyways, I was saying, so the question that was asked was, why do they have to wait for you? So plain shot is that like, they're Kadosh, they're uh, Kadosh and you're going to a Makom that is a Makom of, uh, of Tsoe, but we still have to understand that. Like, you know, um, yeah. Okay, what else? Why are they going to leave? Like, did they just like, they're like forgetting why why they are just standing there? Right. So, are you asking on the uh, the um uh which which phrase are you asking on? The first part. The um um what was it again? Um, Harping me, me many? Abai's objection. Okay, Abai's objection. Yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering about, right? Yeah, yeah. Because um, because I, I guess you could ask, like, why do you have to ask them to harpu me many, to leave you? And then, like, what, why do you have to ask that? And then, uh, and then I guess, given Abai's objection that, they're, that you have to worry that they're going to abandon you, first of all, what does that mean? Secondly, um, why, uh, like, what was the Havamina then, you know? Like, I yeah. guess you, I guess the guy who said this, uh, doesn't say who the man, the Amar is, but you would think, I guess he thought that, that they would wait for him. And then Abba is like, no, if you tell them to leave then leave. So then what would you think the simple solution to that is? <clears throat> just modify the text to take out the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just take out the word harpu many, right. Um, or at least replace it with something that is, uh, that indicates that they should stay. Like if it just said hamtinuli, so then I, that would be fine. But then it, Abai, what compels Abai to add, Shimruni, Shimruni, Isruni, Isruni, Simchuni, Simchuni, and then Hamtinu Liv, Hamtinu Liv, Ache, Kamsu, Eite. Like, why do you need those three things in the beginning? And what do they mean, obviously, right? Because clearly you're not asking them, I mean, just in plain shot, you're not asking them to do this while you're in the bathroom, right? Because they're not going in with you. So how can they protect you? I they think, right? I guess they can guard the yeah. door. Say again? They can guard the door. They don't need to be, like, on your back to guard you. 
Uh, could be right. That's true. I mean, they don't need to be accompanying you. One thing we do have to keep in mind, by the way, is um, we are, I'm sure, all thinking of modern bathrooms. Uh, and one of the one of the issues that comes up here in the Mafarshim is the idea that when you went to the bathroom in the olden days, so when you went to the bathroom in the recent olden days, it was much nastier. But then when you went to the bathroom in the olden olden days you had to like go outside of the city or like outside of like the, the areas where like all the houses were and uh, you know, like a far distance. And so I, I, I'm not saying that in reference to something you just said, you, you just reminded me of it when you said door that there's not necessarily even a door, but yeah. Okay, fine. So, so the, the, the main question again, there is what prompted Abaye based on his objection to add these three things, these three requests. And then uh, what did each, what do each of them mean? Um, and what, yeah. Like, what are you exactly asking the angels to do? Also, in general, mm -hmm. even uh, assuming that the angels are there and taking all that for granted, why are we like why are we saying it's sort of a tefillah to the angels? Okay, good. So, stronger question. I mean, that, that that's a good question. Why are we saying tefillah to the angels? But then you can like infuse that question with Maimonidean fervor, <laughs> if you wanted, right? What would be the stronger form of the question? Tefillah. <laughs> right it's it's Kfira and it's usser right i mean let's just look at the um uh let's just look at look at the text here uh i liked your tone though by the way <laughs> that is the maimonidean fervor uh, fervor response uh okay so let's see this would be in the mishnah skadolos in um Chalak. okay so nazikian Sanhedrin, 10th Perak, Rambam, 5th, I mean, I guess I could have done it in the Mishnah Torah. Oh, no, we're having the Zoom freeze. But this is where you always tell me, oh, I can. I can hear you until you started to say. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 they to say, this is where you say I can still hear you. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you your voice cut out. Okay. Um let's see. Um yeah, the screen share is moving. The screen share is what? The screen share is moving, but your yeah. image is not. Oh but we okay. hear you. So it's effectively okay. Okay, that's good. Uh so you can see can you see the Hasoda Hakamishi? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh in the fifty car uh, no, we can't hear you now. Uh, and you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. What do we usually do here? I think I exit and uh, and then I log back in again. So I'm gonna try that and see. If Before you exit, don't forget to say uh, Shimruni, Shimruni. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, Oh, see, now it's it's so frozen that I can't even move the Zoom thing and exit. All right, well, I'll be back, hopefully. Did you even go up? I think he's still here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he may have closed it, but like it didn't properly disconnect because because Zoom is frozen for him. He definitely is right about alhatori.org, by the way. It is fantastic. Yeah. You like it in Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
I feel like navigation is easier in Soraya. I mean, this is like, it's very layered, but it's it's very organized. Yeah. There's, there's some very good features also. Uh, mm-hmm. This is where you tell me you're on mute, but I, I preempted you that time. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Right. We were just so, talking about Safari versus Aletora. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I told Isaac that uh, uh, that my meeting, I ended up meeting with a guy for um, the, the creator of it for an hour today, and he showed me all the features. And he said, and he basically showed me that uh, what I thought, oh, my analogy, this is my own analogy, is like when you're at someone's house and they serve you what you think is the main course, and then you realize that it's just an appetizer. So he showed me that all of the features that I thought were like the main purpose of of Alatora are really, were really just created for the main feature. And I had no idea what the main feature was. So I have to like explore the main, like he showed me all the tools and stuff, or not all of them, but a lot of them. And so I have to like, find it and then like spread the the altar gospel um what's the, uh, what's the main feature like the Tanakh lab thing yeah all of the research tools yeah yeah i, I saw that and it, there were so many buttons and i just yeah 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 it's intimidating yeah i, I have to i have to figure it out on my own uh, or i mean uh, or use the tutorials anyway, anyway as we were saying the yusod hakamishi uh, so only God is it proper to serve and glorify and make known his greatness and to do his mitzvos. And you shouldn't do this to anyone who's below him in existence. Boom. Uh, and the uh, planets, the uh, spheres, and the elements, and that which is com- composed of them. Um, now he gives reason also. Uh, okay, that's a different translation than I'm used to. All of them are entrenched. And regarding their activities, there is no... See, I, yeah, I don't like that translation. There's no, uh, it doesn't mean that there's no law. What it means is they can't, they can't uh, have any say in their activities. They don't have, they can't pronounce judgments um, and they don't have any choice. Uh, rather to him, to Hashem alone, uh, exalted is he. And so too, it's not proper to serve them. So that they should be intermediaries to, to bring you close to him. You should direct your thoughts only to him. And abandon everything besides him. So he doesn't even quote a specific puzzle here. Um, but he says that, uh, so it's the fifth um, Yisod. I almost said the fifth element because we said Yisod is elements there. And fifth element is an underrated uh, uh, 90s movie or 2000s movie. She's here all And um, that uh, prohibited about Avodazara. And the majority of the Torah warns against this. So not only does it go against the Iker and is a uh, Kfira, as Zev said, um, which, by the way, is interesting because it's, it's uh, if you look at the Ikarim, you know, not a lot of them, or maybe you could argue none of them have actions that would be like, like, like none of them, none of them he formulates in terms of actions. You know, there's like Metsuz Hashem, Yichud Hashem, you know, Shlilus Gashmus. But here he's saying, if you praise one of the Malachim, then that goes against the, uh, the the icker, you know. I mean, obviously, he's saying conceptually, if you think it's okay to praise them, then that's also a problem. But it's just interesting that here action comes into the picture. So not only is it against the icker, but it's also irrational according to what he's saying because God is the one who is um, 
is uh, the one who dictates what the malachim do, and they're entrenched in their actions, and they don't have choice. So the question, like, so like, what would be the point of addressing yourself to them and asking them to do something? And I think they they use the I don't know who the they is, but they use the muscle of um, like if you if there's a guy coming at you with a uh, a knife who's going to stab you, and you start asking the knife, please don't stab me then it's irrational because cl- it's clear that the knife is in the control. It has no control of its own and it's in the control of the wielder. So, so to here with a malachim. Yeah. So it's a problem, right? And so, it's, and it's usher, right? And it's like, if, if you look in Hilkos of Odazara, let's just look there for the sake of thoroughness. Joey, were you going to say something? I saw you on mute. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, where are we here? Oh, I hope this doesn't trigger the problem again. Uh, So he puts this in Hilkos of Odazara at the beginning of Perak Shani, which is interesting because this is like before even the Isser of bowing down to uh, idols and like making idols, I believe, if I'm correct. Let's see if I'm correct. Um, yeah, he says, This is the second Perak, first, uh, um, first uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, by the way, one of the things I found out when I, when I was talking with the guy with the creator Rabbi Novetsky is um, not the creator of the universe, the creator of El Torah is, um, <laughs> is uh, I made a mistake. Uh, I made several mistakes uh, about state things I said about the features or things I said about uh, the features of other things. So I, I took the video down. For, it's still available through the link I sent, but it's not searchable anymore. So one of the mistakes I made is that this is a good version of the Rambam. Uh, it's not the Mahon Mamre version, which is why I thought that it was uh, a bad one. This is actually the version of the fancy Rambam that I have, the Mifal Rambam. So it's a, like an excellent version. Um, so uh, I, I retract what I said back then. Um, the essential commandment uh, or the root commandment of Avodah Zarah is to not serve any of the creations. Mehem. So same same uh, uh, list that he said before. Uh, even though the person, the, ser- the worshiper knows that Hashem is God, and he worships the created being in the way that Enosh and the people of his generation did in the beginning, like we went through in the, in the, in the Pekiyosh here, um, then that's Ovid Avodah So here, he's not, I mean, here, I mean, it was kind of implicit in his, uh, Pierce Mishnayos, but here he's actually saying it's usher. So there's three problems, presumably, with with uh, on the surface here with these. He's Kabdu Mikubani Mikudoshim. Number one, you are um, seemingly asking a bakasha to angels, um, which is usher. Number two, it seems to be going against the the ikar by addressing yourself to intermediary instead of to God. And number three, it's irrational. What can they do? Like when you say help me and support me and guard me like they can't change their actions. So that, that's a huge problem. About uh, Lot and that Malach? And that- Lot and that Malach. Um, you like ask him like, please don't do this, do that. Or something. Right. Uh, when he was trying to persuade them to stay, right? Yeah, I guess everyone's always asking these angels to stay. <laughs> uh, continually. Um, yeah. So uh, I know. Okay, I'm gonna do a cop out answer. Okay. Okay. So part of the part of part of the uh, the intrigue here is like I feel like we're gonna have to go into the question of what malachim are, right? <laughs> you know. Um, so so that's gonna obviously be a big um, uh, that that's a matter of a big dispute in terms of among the Rishonim. So I think the question you're asking is really 
only according to the um, only according to those who hold that Lot was interacting with real beings, like with with uh, with beings that were in the physical world. You know, whether you say that it was like the Ramban that angels could take on physical form, or whether you say it's like the Abravanel that it's some sort. Uh, I actually don't know what the Abravanel says about angels having will, but according to the Rambam, famous Shita that the Ramban doesn't like. <laughs> what does the Rambam hold about uh, that incident? Is it a dream? A nevuah? Yeah, it was Mar Hanavua, right? Um, and any, according to the Rambam, anything in Tanakh that involves an interaction with an angel, the whole thing happens in Mar Hanavua. So uh, Yaakov wrestling with the uh, the Malach, and um, and what are the other examples of this? Avram talking with the Malachim, right? So that's why, uh, so that is not a question. What is a question is how the Rambam can codify this, Right. And that, that really goes, I mean, in addition to the three questions we raised, I mean, it shows that like anything in Tanakh that has a person interacting with an angel, if you ask the Ramam and try to have that as cushy on him, he can say, well, that's Amari HaNavua, that's Amari HaNavua, that's Amari HaNavua. Here he can't say this is Amari HaNavua. In fact, in the actual halakhic text, you are, are addressing the Malachim, you know? So that's a big problem according to the Ramam. Uh, while um, we're doing, yeah, Joe? Yeah, I mean... Obviously, the Rambam has a source, but at this point, the question is not on the Gemara. The question is on the Rambam. Uh, well, I'll show you the source. Uh, yeah, I'll show you the source. Yeah, it's, it's a good question you're asking. Um, give me a second. Uh, let me show you the Rambam first because he does have an interesting thing. He says, so here's his formulation, and and uh, play uh, that game, spot the the difference, okay? Kolzman she'adam she'ikanas'adam levezakisi omer konam she'ikanas hiskabdu mechubadim uh, I don't know if the commas are. We, if we need to pay attention. I don't think the wrong had commas. He's covered with mukhubadim kadoshi mesharse elyon shimruni shimrunim adshe ekanas veete kized darkan shel bnei adam. We'll see the mixture of both. He's cleaning out some of the of the second version. Yes, right. So there's no um, there's no uh, azruni simchuni or even hamtinuli. Right, just Shimruni Shimruni. Okay. Um, and not only that, but um, you know, that's a little difficult with the way that Abaye's objection was because according to Abaye, the whole thing is you're afraid that you're gonna leave them. So you would think that the most essential of the request in the Gemara is Hamtinuli. So how can the Ram take that out? Uh well, there's a linguistic Was that doesn't say a hair of many here. Uh it doesn't say hair of me many. Oh, is that what the did the Gemara say that? Oh, Hirafumi Harpumi Mini? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. 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 So that sounds like the Gemara itself rejected, though, right? Saying Harpy Mini or? Yeah, right. Because um, Abaye. Well, I guess, okay. So I, I guess I was making that assumption. It's not so clear. You're right. Um, what, I guess the question is what uh, modification is Abaye suggesting? Is he suggesting you just tack on this into the end of the Gemara statement? Or is he saying that you replace this with um uh with the other statement here of shimruni shimruni etc you know uh because i guess yeah I, I guess maybe i was influenced by the rambam here um by the rambam's formulation um because he does uh not have the that part so i assume that abaya had meant to take it out let me just quickly see what the um uh if the tour says says it hold on um ah Let's see, tour. Uh, 
Azuri Azuri Hamtinu Li, Ache Kanj Vete Vese Vete, Shekane Darkon Shalbane Adam. Yeah. So he also says, um, he also takes, well, he, he takes out the uh, Simchuni, but he also doesn't have that part of the Gemara. So I'm kind of making the assumption here that, um, that Abai's uh, modification was intended to replace that whole last chunk. Um, I have not checked the riff. Uh, let's just quickly check the riff, um, which, by the way, someone told me that the Al-Hatorah riff is the critical edition of the Al-Hatorah riff, which I guess is, like, hard hard to come by. I, I'm not, I don't learn the riff enough, sadly, to uh, to know that kind of thing. Um, okay, so Sifriya. Oh, and you notice the other the other minor change that the Rambam had. Um, wait, was there one other minor change? Uh, I'll have to look in a second. Hold on, one thing at a time. Okay, where would we find the riff here? Um, probably under Mafarshe uh, Ha Farshe Shas Riff. Ah, brachos. Oh, is this going to give me an adapte riff? Yeah, it probably is. So I would need to know that. There's got to be an easy way to get the, the riff from here, but I don't know it. So I'm not going to look at the riff right now. Yeah. Okay. So do we do we have all of our questions here? Uh, wait. Actually, um, I'm looking in this Rambam. Yeah. And he does say Shimruni Vehamtunili. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me look at my um at my Rambam sitter. Hold on. Okay, so in the Ramam Siddur, they have they have this where where right where the Ramam has it, which is a Shriyatra. So this one says he's covered in Bukhubanim Kadoshi Mishrasi Elin Shimruni Ache Ekanas Veete. Um Kizidarkan Shabani Adam. Um and it said in I read the footnote earlier today when I was looking at this, and uh it does not seem like there's any other version of the Rambam uh of the what? like the eminent Rambams. That's crazy. So what is this version then? Is I thought this was a good version. Um, I mean, there's different. There are different good versions. Um, yours says continually. Let me actually let me just check and see yeah. here uh, in the footnote. So da 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 footnote footnote footnote. Okay, so here we go. Ye, uh, oh, so here's what here's what the footnote guy says. So he says, "Ksuv haki brov yad." So it's written like this in the in the majority of the uh, manuscripts. Kasuv shimruni pam acha. So it's written with just shimruni once. Okay. Uh, I don't know what year that is. Okay, so it's written like this in uh, the old uh, Yemenite Siddur. And uh, there's one version that says Tahorim in, uh, in, after Kadoshim. Okay, fine. So in the in some hand, uh, manuscripts and in the 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 sealed edition in the Rama in the Sefer Muga, the one that the Rama signed off on, it says Shimruni twice. I did not find anyone who says Hamtinuli. And no one who says who after who Darkan Shabane Adam or Darkan Shabane Adam who. Yeah, so Darkan who? Yeah, fine. Uh, so it says like he doesn't say that. Let me just see if there's anything else that says that continually. Yeah, I can send you a picture of it. No, I believe you. I believe you. But um, um, so there's no um, there's no uh, 
Yeah, he doesn't say that there's any um, manuscript that says it uh, in the authentic manuscripts. So interesting. I don't know where the yeah. footnote that says where they got that one from. No. Yeah. No. Okay. So there is a way. There is a way to be Muhammad Zuhus, not on your edition of the Ramam, sadly. <laughs> but uh, yeah. um, there is a way to uh, translate Shimruni um, that is that is uh, as um, wait for me, right? Uh, like um, uh, there's a puzzle in Mishle, but it's in the part of Mishle that I don't <laughs> that I don't learn. Uh, let me see. Um, uh, Shamru, I mean, uh, uh, where is it? Let me just see if I can find it. I think it's in the eighth parak. Um, either that or I'm like uh, remembering a similar sentiment and not the same word uh, yeah that's that's it so for Lishmore I think they say um, like Lishmore does not necessarily mean guard it says I mean, you still have problems in the round, but maybe if you say. Oh that. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to address like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to salvage. Uh, yeah, well, I'm trying to do things. Limit it at least a little bit. Say again. It does limit the issues a little bit. Right. Okay, so maybe not in these mafarshim here. Okay, so the question is, where do you want to go right now? Um, so one route we can go is we could do a quick overview of uh, of malachim. Um, Obviously, that's like a very like broad topic, but we obviously need to do it at some point uh, just to understand what's going on here. Um, the other issue is we could start from the the um, the issue of how can we like address this to Malachim. Uh, like that's, I guess, the most major halakhic issue. Um, or we could just try uh, to understand what it... I don't think we're going to really understand what it means without uh, understanding the Malachim. So what do you want to do? Just kind of seem similar. What are two options? Two options are define what malachim are or tackle the issue halakhically, like just presuppose any definition of malachim and then say, how are we allowed to say this bukasha? I mean, maybe not like defining malachim in general, but like what is meant by malachim here? Or maybe maybe what is the without... idea of Yusha versus like like Kedusha versus like disgusting places. Like why are those? Yeah, that would be another, another place to start. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that one, I feel like I need to, uh, I need to figure out how to approach that one. I don't know if, I don't think we're going to be able to do it in, in, uh, uh, by exploring here. How, how about this? How about let, let's, I don't, without going into all of these sources about Malachim, can I give you just a quick crash course on Malachim? Um, sure. Okay, so th this is the um, the uh, the crash course I give my students when it comes to malachim. So it's all based on um, on mostly. This is from my EOF class, so it's based only on the Rambam. Um, this is not an overview of all the shitos of malachim um, uh, because I only teach EOF uh, based on the Malbim, the Rambam, and the Rabag. Um, okay, hold on just one second here. Uh, stop share. You sure? So this is just in summary form. I, I don't. I don't really quote the sources here. Okay. So, Malachim. Okay. So, um, what does the word Malach literally mean? Work. Yeah, work. Good. That's 
that's exactly what it is, right? So, so I like translating it as agent, um, but it's the same short as malacha according to the Ibn Ezra. Okay. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, oops, I, I gave it away. Right. So, how do you define malacha? I mean, I know this is a big, uh, a big thing, right? We all know that it doesn't actually mean work, right? But what would, how would you define uh, malacha? Like it's not labor, you know. Creative craft. Okay, creative craft is good for Hilchah Shabbos Malacha, right? Um, so, uh, and that's it's not wrong, okay? But because, uh, so in my EO class, because I teach it according to the Malbim and the Rambam, and because the Malbim expresses everything in terms of, well, and also the Rambam expresses everything in terms of Aristotelian uh, lingo. So um, I tried to give an Aristotelian definition, okay? Transformation of matter in accordance with lawful design. So if you just stop and think about that for a second, okay, <laughs> that elicited a grin there, Joe. <laughs> um, uh, that when you build a um, a table out of pieces of wood, so you have the table, which is the the matter or the material, and you have a design, and you are uh, endowing, you're transforming that pile of wood. Transforming meaning endowing it with a different form uh, than the individual pieces of wood. Right. Or when you, if you think of any of the malachos, right, that's what we mean by creative is you're taking uh, something which is either a raw substance or something which is material in relation to a higher thing that you're making it into. You know, like you have the the wheat, which is the raw material, and then you you apply the the transformative process of trina, of tochen, of grinding it, you know, into flour. And then you take the flour and then you 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 transform it basically with the, on the malachas hapas. Right of the uh, well, the I mean the whole thing is malachas pas, but like, I, I meant malachas pas in the like bread making skill sense, you know. Um, so, oh, I gave examples on the PowerPoint. I forgot about this. So, when builders construct a building, they're taking matter, steel, concrete, bricks, etc., and transforming it in accordance with its design, which we represent in the blueprint. The, the design obviously is not the blueprint. The blueprint is a representation of the design. The design is a, con a conceptual ordering of the material, and it's greater than some of its parts. Right, like. Like once once they are arranged in that in that unity, they are there is something else that they are now that's not just not just the way that you know you you haven't made any material change when you stack bricks into a pyramid. Like you've not taken away any material, but it is now something that's greater than some of its parts. Second example: when potters make pottery, they're taking matter, i.e., clay, and transforming it in accordance with the design, the shape of the pot. Okay, so what are malachim? So malachim are that which transform the physical world in accordance with Hashem's lawful design, with Hashem's malacha, right? And that's the, the muscle that, um, that it uses in Breshis, right? Is that God, it, it calls the entire universe malacha, which is matter informed by design. Uh, in this case, design of the designer with capital D. Um, so um, I, when we were doing our Kohelis here, um, I mentioned uh, when we talk about Yisron, so I said that Yisron and Bracha are two examples of a placeholder term. So the way that the Ramam uses Malach and the way Chazal use Malach, according to my understanding, is it is also a placeholder term. It's a function. It's a functional term, right? It's not a specific thing. You can't say like, draw me a Malach in the same way as you can't say, draw me a Yisron or a Bracha. So what is a Malacha? So here's your definition now, okay? Is any agent of Hashem's Malacha. Okay, that which brings about Hashem's Malacha. So... If you want to say it in, in more um, modern terms, you could say an agent of causality or an agent of cause and effect, but I think that's imprecise. 
Um, it's really anything that brings about or 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 maintains Hashem's malacha. So there is a parak in the morning of Bukham, I forgot which parak it is offhand, where the Ram lists all of the examples of of things that are referred to as a malach in Tanakh. Okay. So just look at this like list and you'll see what I mean by you have to say it's placeholder term. So malach is used to refer in Tanakh to human messengers that we know prophets, right? Naveen or something is called malachim. And in fact, that's the, um, that's the Ibn Ezra's approach to the malachim visiting Lot and the malachim visiting, uh, um, Avraham is that he holds that they were mal- that they were human beings who were Naveen. There are problems with that approach also, just like there are problems with all the approaches, um, prophetic content. So, uh, this is also very familiar. Like when it says that the, um, the, that Moshe Rabbeinu saw the Malach in the fire of the bush, it means he had a Marihanavua. or when it describes the Malach visiting so-and-so, it means that, that it's talking about the entire vision is the Malach. Or when it says that, um, all the other Navim talk to Hashem through a Malach, but Moshe talks to him, Panim, Panim. So it's clear with the way that the Ram is using it, that, that through a Malach means through a, um, the imagery through the, uh, the images that the, uh, you know, and sensations and the hill experience that the Navi gets. The human imagination is called a Malach um, that we're going to be doing. Uh, if we decide to do the Rabag on Chumash allegorical Ghanadian thing. Okay. Uh, the human intellect is sometimes called a Malach. The Yitzhahara is sometimes called a Malach. Uh, animals and their movements are sometimes called malachim, elements of nature, right? The famous example is uh, in Barkinafshi, Ose malacha vruchos, mashars of eshlohet, right? That fire and wind are considered malachim, uh, natural forces. Um, all laws of nature are called malachim. And this is the Rambam's uh, um, statement here. So when he, he this is this is um, out of context, or not out of context, there's a much larger context. When he's talking about the uh, Midrashim that say that God consulted with the malachim before creating the... Um, the world. So what it means is these passages, he says, these passages do not convey the idea that God spoke, thought, reflected, or that he consulted and employed the opinion of other hu- beings as ignorant persons have believed. How could the creator be assisted by those whom he created? They show that uh, they only show that all parts of the universe, even the limbs of animals in their actual form are produced through angels for natural forces and angels are identical. That's the, that's the, the zinger line, right? That, uh, that all the laws of nature, according to the Ramam, are, uh, are malachim. And if you think about it, that's what, what are laws of nature? They are that which maintains the form of the universe, right? Is that what is the universe? It is a bunch of laws governing matter that, and maintaining it in a certain order. So the natural laws are malachim. They are how Hashem does malacha, the malacha of the universe, you know? So it's, it's a very clean uh, application. I don't think it's a stretch to say that it's, it's this. Yeah, Zef? Um, that includes Hashgacha Pratis, right? Right. That's right. included in that? Yeah, all, uh, my understanding, my current understanding is all Hashgacha is through Malachim. Um, um, oh, skip, 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 skip. Hold on. Uh, Wait, also, how are we defining, uh, like, law? Like, law-like or, like, something like that? Like, um, in, um in terms of uh, of like the universe, yeah, like what? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, how would you define law in, in terms of the universe? Um, I guess the um, hard for me to define it without. Um, Yeah, how how do you for me to define it? Like, 
I mean, the simple answer, what I'm struggling with is the, is the simple answer is it's the form of the universe, you know, but what that means in particular and what that means in modern terms is very difficult, you know? Yeah. I don't even, I actually don't even know what the current consensus is on what laws of nature are. Like, are there such things as laws of nature in the current scientific uh, paradigm or is that just a description of a human category, you know? Um, or what is science, what is a force according to science? Like a force is not forces. See, here's what I'm struggling with here. Let's see, let's take gravity, even though like, I know, I know gravity is much more com uh, complicated than the concept of gravity that like we intuitively have from like books and apples falling. But um, gravity is not matter. Gravity is a force that governs matter. So gravity itself is not physical. It operates on physical things and affects physical phenomena and, and stuff. But the law of what we call the law of gravity it itself is not physical. It's not made of elements, you know? Yeah. Right, um, okay. Yeah. So I, I hope that's uh, something to work with. Hold on. I had, I had one more slide that I thought was helpful, but maybe it's not in this PowerPoint. Um, uh, let me look in one more place here because this would cap it off. Um, where would I look? What year was it? It was 2019 in the spring. Uh, just a question. Yeah. The definition that we've uh, constructed until this point of Malachim. Yeah. Is, is that to the exclusion of whatever supernatural being? Like no. So that's I think what Zeb was asking in a different way with the uh, is Hashgaha Malachim. Okay. Right. So. So you, how, however you say God operates, it is um, like, it's first of all, whenever you have like a miraculous phenomenon, let's take, for example, like the, um, the Amud Ha'esh and Amud Ha'anan, you know, like that, those are clearly, those are described actually in the Pesukim as Malachim, you know, but they're, 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 and that, that is intervention in the laws of nature, but it is Hashem pulling the puppet strings, so to speak, you know, um, and regarding the supernatural beings that appear to the Nevi'im in their Nevu'ah, that is all part of the Mara Hanavur according to the Rambam. Again, it's each of the three, like Rambam and Ramban and Abravanel, in my mind, are the ones that have like three very different views of what a Malach, um, what a Malach is. Um, and so I only really am familiar with the Rambams. I'm familiar with the Ramban's critiques of the Rambam, but I don't understand the Ramban's Shita on its own. I'm familiar with the Abravanel's critiques of the Ramban and the Rambam, but I don't know what the Abravanel Shita is. Uh, so, Yeah. Um, this is what I was looking for here. This is the this is a, another great line in the same parak, right? Uh, how bad and injurious is the blindness of ignorance? Say to a person who is believed to belong to the wise men of Israel that the Almighty sends his angel to enter the womb of a woman and to form there the fetus. He will be satisfied with the account, and he will believe it, and he will even find in it a description of the greatness of God's might and wisdom. Although he believes that the angel consists of burning fire and is as big as a third part of the universe, yet he considers it possible as a divine miracle. So this is in the context of him talking about how people conceive of angels as physical things uh, and that they hold contradictory views of angels of they'll say the angels are seraphim, you know, burning fire. Yet they uh, they'll see a member of Chazal that says that the angel um, uh, enters the womb of a woman to form the fetus. OK, so that's his critique. But tell him that God gave the sperm a formative power, which produces and shapes the limbs, which we now know is DNA, and that this power is called angel. And he will turn away for he cannot comprehend the true greatness and power of creative forces that act in a body without being perceived by our senses. Our sages have already said for him who has understanding that all forces that reside in the body are angels, much more the forces that are active in the universe. So that's a, that's a good depiction of like decoding um, 
uh, you know, statements in regards, uh, you know, based on this definition of uh, Malach here. So that's your, that's your overview of Malachim. So the question is, how does that, or does that help us in our case here with the uh, Gemara? Let's go back to the Gemara. Right. So what, so if you substitute agent of Malachas Hashem, okay. Um, then what is it referring to when it says, uh, what are the, the, the agents of Malachas Hashem that accompany us that can't go into the bathroom that we can address and like that wait for us. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a riddle, right? This is like a riddle. And according to Rashi, oh, so Rashi actually just says it's the Malachim that accompany you. He doesn't, nowhere does it say that there's two of them here, right? I was assuming that because those are all the Gemaras that say that there are two Malachim that accompany people. But then also, um, uh, I was assuming that because of Shimruni Shimruni, but maybe that's not a warranted assumption. <laughs> like, maybe it's just double lashon of like being urgent, you know? No, but it does say Muchubadim Kedoshim. No, so that means multiple, but I, I'm, I'm saying like, right. does it oh, say you're you're two? Two? Yeah. Uh, Wasn't there also a Chazal that says like, there's like 10,000 or something? On each yeah, side? right, right. There's like, it depends on what, what Malachim you're talking about and like what role or what capacity they're serving in. Um, yeah. Um, so I, think, I think the thing you're talking about is about Shadim. The devil's uh, No, there's there's other statements like that about Malachim, Malachi uh, Chavala. Um, there's actually a, a part of the Haggadah that is disputed among the Rishonim about whether it's actually part of the Haggadah or not. That describes God descending and being surrounded by Malachi Chavala, um, uh, and it and it says the number. I think, uh, yeah. Um, so I let's see here. Um, you have any uh, intuition or guess about the? Um, these Malachim here. I mean, it'd be nice to get one move before we uh, we end for today, which has to be in five minutes exactly. Zev, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to like. Are you are you like the Malach guy? What are you like the? No, no, like, no, 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 no. Just because you, you've done this before. Is that what I said? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Does it have something to do with like, like your mind, I guess, that you can't like think about Torah or like, right. You know? God yeah. Okay, stuff? good. So I, I think it's going to have something to do with that. So let me, let me leave you with one source, which is going to solve some problems and create other problems. So the Ramam in the morning book in Gimel Chaf Bez says, when he's talking about the Satan and the Yitahara and the Malachim Aves, So he says, um, so th- this is something that, like, is I assume is, is well known, right? That the sat- the Satan and the the and the Malchamavas are all just names for the same thing. Okay. Um, this is in, in his explanation of Eov. Uh, it's also called a Malach because it's included among the groups of Beneha Elo. I think this should be Beneha Elohim. Um, Tov Malach So the Yitzer Tov is also called a Malach. So whenever Chazal say that there are two Malachim that accompany a person, these are the Yitzer Tov and the Yitzer Ra. It says in the Gemara Shabbos, 
So in other words, there's some members of Chazal that just say there are two Malachim that escort you, but they don't specify what the difference is between them. And then in the Gemara and Shabbos, which is the source of the Minhag of, uh, or the song of, um, and the Minhag, I guess, of Shalom Aleichem, right? So then that's, uh, that it specifies Echad Tov, Echad Ra. Um, um, and the Ramam argues, if you look at the context of this whole thing, that the only Malach that you can call Ra is the Yitzhar Hara, because everything other than human beings, everything is Tov Ma'od in the universe. Human being is the only creature that can choose to do Ra, and the thing within him, the force within him that causes him to do Ra is a Malach, right? It's 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 doing Hashem's will, right? The Yitzhar Hara is is, you know, your animalistic component. So it is acting along with Hashem's will, but it is a malach ra in that sense that it leads you towards ra. So this solves the problem of giving us a candidate for who we're talking about here, but it creates another problem, which is, or not creates another problem. It doesn't answer many other problems, which is, again, what are you doing when you're saying, you know, um, wait for me and guard me and help me? How can you dive into them? What does it even mean for them to wait outside? Like, I've never seen someone go to the bathroom and then just as soon as they go, they just lose their intellect and like all their gates are hard. <laughs> like, you know, it's clearly not like literal that, uh, that you're, you know, you're leaving your gates hard and you're, you're, it's your toe at the door, you know? And, and if you're doing that, so then why not say like, okay, gates are, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leave me. And then you like grab onto the Acer stove and hold it back. Like, no, you can stay. Like, the Itzahara just go away. And then all you need to do is just use the bathroom once in your life, get rid of the Itzahara, and then that's it. You know. So obviously, we're not taking this uh, literally, right? But um, so th- I guess the question will be, um, let's think about those questions within this framework. And I'm not saying to the exclusion of other frameworks. If you have, <laughs> if you can understand the Ramban's idea of angels, um. Uh, that that there are actual somehow beings accompanying you. I mean, I don't even know if the Ramban would disagree with this here, but if you understand another idea of angels, let's try out different ideas. It's just that I'm only really have a, a fluency in the Rambam's idea of, of angels. So that's why I'm like inclined to work it out that way. And because since the Rambam Paskins that we do say this, he has to have something in mind when he, you know, that you should say when you say it. So it's going to have to be consistent in the Ramam. And I feel like our best shot as a consistent Shita is from the Ramam just because you wrote, wrote about it so much. Okay. I got to go leave the Zoom room for my next year because it's in a different Zoom room. So we'll have to uh, bleed out or continue next week. Okay. See you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.